The saga surrounding the All Blacks coaching appointment process has taken yet another twist. With New Zealand rugby still yet to confirm when or how it will be done, head coach Ian Foster has decided to go public with his views. While joining me now is sports reporter Clay Wilson. Okay, what's going on? All the twists and turns, New Zealand rugby's not really shining any light on it. So what's Ian Foster up to and what's he saying? Yeah, so this was a bit of a surprise when this came out late last night and then again this morning because it's not normal for people within the All Blacks environment, especially the head coach to say to come out and speak on a topic like this so publicly and individually and we don't know if New Zealand rugby knew that he was going to do this but I would say it's doubtful that they wanted him to come out and talk about this particular topic and this is of course about the All Blacks coaching appointment process who's going to coach the team beyond the World Cup in France this year all signs have been and are still pointing to the fact that New Zealand rugby are going to do this early are going to run a process, appoint a new coach before this year's World Cup. So in this interview that uh, Ian Foster did with both the Herald and Newstalk ZB, he confirmed that that is what New Zealand rugby are planning and that he's not a fan of it. He's essentially wanted to speak out against this move to, to run this early process. He used words like concerned, frustrated, and his reasoning for that is that he believes there's been a lot of talk about the distraction this will cause on the team leading up to a World Cup if they if they appoint a new coach, which most likely won't be him. And he's, and that's what he's speaking up for. He says it's going to be unsettling for the team and not, not what's best for them. He thinks the focus has been perhaps on who's going to be the next coach and what suits them best, that kind of thing. Obviously, we've seen a lot of news around Scott Robertson in this kind of domain. Now, he insists this isn't about what's best for him. He's doing this because not only uh, himself, but uh, the, the team and the management, a big management staff, are all working to try and win this World Cup, and they, they don't need all these distractions going on. As for his particular future in the job, very candid about this as well. This has been a, a topic as part of this whole situation. He says he knows it's unlikely he's going to keep the job, that he's read the tea leaves and that there's a mood for change within the, the environment, that they basically they wanted a different coach. But he's not actually ruling out reapplying, but he said he would only reapply probably if they decided to change their tune and, and move the process back to after the World Cup. And, of course, the All Blacks would need to do well, obviously, if he was going to consider to reapply as well. So plenty going on here. It's so messy, Clay. How It doesn't need to be this messy. I mean, what responsibility does New Zealand rugby need to take for the complete mess that is now playing out in public? Well, the problem is we haven't heard a lot from yeah. New Zealand rugby. We've had one-line statements or just nothing from them at all. So when are we going to hear from them? I, we, I don't know. We don't know at this point. They said a statement wasn't, uh, and a decision wasn't imminent. Um, I think the only things really that are for sure is that not everyone's going to agree whichever way they go, and whatever happens, the All Blacks are still trying to win a World Cup, and Ian Foster and New Zealand Rugby clearly aren't quite seeing eye to eye. They're going to need to get back on the same page somewhat if the team's going to have any chance in France at this tournament. Interesting. Okay, Cyclone Gabrielle, well, it has touched many New Zealanders and it's having a personal impact on a couple of our Black Caps cricketers. Yeah, of course, it's affected so many people and a couple of players within the Black Caps test squad, Blair Tickner and Will Young, both from both from the Hawke's Bay region. So they were released after the first test against England to go back to the Hawke's Bay to, you know, to see their families, but also to try and help out. So Blair Tickner, he has, his father has a house, has a, house uh, a farm just south of Napier, and he said basically the house was fully destroyed so pretty hard for you know to go back and for as it is for a lot of people to see that kind of damage he said his dad actually has a hire business so they were employed the cricketers were employed on the forklifts the tractors i think we have some photos here of his dad's farm but also of the of him on the tractor and then also he said he got his dad's tractor stuck in the mud and there's a great photo 
of the, he said his dad didn't know, so maybe he's finding out now that his tractor's stuck in the mud, and that's in his neighbour's yard, apparently. We'll put them on our webpage so people can yeah. check them out too. But he play. did get yeah. re- really emotional, understandably, talking about this, and he also talked about how, while the Black Caps had a tough time on the field, that, um, that it puts it into perspective, basically, what's going on in a cricket field. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, no, it doesn't feel hard when you see yeah, stock on the side of the road dead and you see people crying, growing men crying about their homes and their whole life's been flipped upside down. So, yeah, cricket to me is obviously my life as well, but um, it's nothing compared to what people are going through at the moment. Yeah, really understandable sentiments from Blair Tickner there. Now, New Zealand Cricket have announced that they're going to run a fundraising match. Obviously, a lot of effort's going in from a lot of people, whether it's money, time, clothes, food, all these kinds of things. But they're playing Sri Lanka in a one-day here in Auckland at the end of next month. Now, ANZ, their major sponsor, have already donated a million dollars to get this this fundraising match kick-started. They're also um, going to put all the ticket proceeds from this match towards that fundraising effort, and they're going to have some public donations available on the day as well. So all contributing, um, like a lot of people are to, to this effort to try and help these regions recover after the after So you get the to watch a match and the price you pay for the ticket goes to a good cause. Exactly. Thank you, Clay. That is Clay Wilson there with our sports news.